Welcome to the Champagne Way, a podcast devoted to living every day like a celebration. Welcome to the Champagne Way, episode 81. Wait, nope. Have I already started drinking? It's episode 82. (laughs) My God. We're just going to roll with that. (laughs) That's how our week has been, you guys. I feel like everyone's in that. I feel like it's a Monday. It's it's just... Oh my gosh, it is. Anyways, I'm Trina. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Jess. All righty. So let's start, (laughs) Jess. What's in your cup? (laughs) (laughs) Um... I am drinking uh, Rufino Pinot Grigio. Um, Rufino, we also like that in the sparkling category, but I saw it on the shelf in the Pinot Grigio variety. Um, So according to the bottle, it is a medium-bodied, lively, and elegant Italian white wine. And the Rufino Pinot Grigio lingers on the palate. Its bouquet is fresh and complex, featuring bright aromas of pineapple, complemented by notes of meadow flowers, pear, sage, and peach. And it was $8.99. So I'm picturing you... The sage? The sage? Yeah. It's all a very interesting blend there. I feel like you just like took a pineapple full of like fruits and uh, flowers and then blended it all... Meadow flowers. Meadow flowers. Put it in a blender with with some booze and was like, this is what I'm drinking. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I mean, it's... It's not bad for uh, $8.99. Uh, I was just with my husband in the liquor store looking for a white wine. And he was like, Rufino. He's like, don't you like that sparkling? I was like, yes, yeah, all right. So uh, that's why I grabbed it. Um, <laughs> all right. <laughs> so um, it's it's not it's not bad, actually. But now I'm trying to taste it and see if I taste sage and meadow flowers, which are two things I've never heard of in a wine description before. The peach the pineapple, sure. Those two other things, no. Sage so. and meadow flowers. It's very interesting. Ha, ha, do you, would you know a meadow flower if you tasted one? No. What is it? What is a meadow flower? Is it a meadow a flower, flower like in a meadow? A weed? Not like <laughs> yes, it meadows is. are like weeds. <laughs> yeah, I'm drinking weed wine. Weed I'm, wine. Weed. <laughs> That's and a great way a to like. Time. They and like really made time. it sound fancier than it now, is. I've I've said this before, and this won't be the last time I've said this. How do you get to be a copywriter for a bottle of booze? I want that job. I mean, maybe reach out to all of these different wineries and be like, I would like to readjust your copy. Uh, (laughs) Just send me some samples. I'll I'll write you some really great descriptions. (laughs) Pretty much. So... Trina, what's in your cup? Um, I am drinking a Sauvignon Blanc. I went with a nice white wine as well. Um, it's uh, the Valley Central. Um, and it's a product of Chile. And it's a bright acidity with tropical flavors of pineapple and nectarine. So we've got the whole tropical fruit thing happening. Um, I like it. It is nice. It is bright. It is what they described it as. I can definitely taste a little bit of the nectarine, but... My kid has also been obsessed with mandarin oranges lately, and that's so I've naturally been snacking on them. So everything with orange flavor is just kind of like in my wheelhouse right now. Hmm. So nice. That. <laughs> uh, what about you, Lindsay? What's in your cup? So I am drinking the Adami Garbel Brut Prosecco. Hmm. Mm, it's from Italy. Mm-hmm. And it, um, this is interesting. It is versatile because it has 13 grams of residual sugar. So it puts it in between brute and extra dry. Hmm. Oh. And you should drink this in a white wine glass, not a flute, because it's wide enough to express all the aromas and fruitiness. Hmm. Uh-huh. So, yeah. Um, and this, I was trying to find. Oh, so it's notable for flavors of peach, pear, melon, green apple, and honeysuckle. Interesting. Wow. It's like the whole spectrum. Yeah. So uh, I didn't get pineapple, though, guys. Sorry. You missed the oh. memo. 
Okay, yeah, yeah, you missed some pineapple memo. Just throw um, some pineapple juice up in there. <laughs> there yeah, yeah I just know. layer it on top there. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it retails under 20 bucks. So, uh, and some, um, I did a little research and some of uh, the, the contest of Prosecco's, it ranked higher than La Marca. Yeah. Whoa. Blasphemy. Well, say when we all get together, we get a bottle of each and we decide. I second that. That's a good idea. Yeah. That'll be a nice little taste test. Yeah. Especially, we all love our. Yeah. (laughs) A bottle for each. So, six bottles in total, right? Yes. I mean, obviously. (laughs) Um, All righty. Well, what is up in champagne cocktail news, Jess? All right. Well, you guys know I'm always interested in what's uh, what's happening in the world of champagne. So I was kind of uh, Googling and just uh, kind of seeing what's going on. And I found this, actually found this through an article first, and then I clicked on their Instagram page. Um, so this is actually an interesting article from Laura Page Richardson. Um, anyway, so Meet the Sip, a champagne subscription service that's making wine more inclusive. Mm. Um so this is actually the sip is actually a champagne subscription service. Wow. So yeah, so like you know there's like wine subscription services or I mean there's there's every subscription service under the sun. But this is actually for champagne lovers who are wanting to try maybe new and more expensive bottles but don't just want to go out and buy an expensive bottle right off the shelf they want to try different ones Hmm. um so this was actually started by uh two best friends champagne lovers erica davis and Catherine carter um they it's it's actually called the sip society and they say yeah they say this sip was inspired by my monthly girls night with my best friend and now co-founder Catherine. it became hard to find a different brand we had not already tried and then even harder to figure out where to purchase the bottle and a go-to for champagne discovery and it didn't exist so we decided to create our own uh the sip society's mission is to take the tension out of champagne tasting by creating a convenient affordable and fun way to discover new bubbly and not break the bank. They've made a way to introduce the world to an array of sparkling wine and champagne by delivering them directly to your door. Um, Plus each bottle you pop comes with a sip of social responsibility through the brand's community initiative. Take a sip, give a sip. Um, So what that is, is they're Oakland, California natives. So they wanted to create a much needed niche in the beverage industry. So they're using their platform to give back and uplift the community that helped them rise to the top. So they pledge a portion of each SIP Society sell to the East Oakland Community Project, a multi-service organization offering emergency and transitional housing in Alameda County. Um, So that's providing access to clean water for women and children in need. And to this day, it's seen over 670 gallons of water distributed to families in and around Oakland. That's awesome. I've been to Oakland before, and they have a very large homeless population, a very large gang population, a very large drug population. Uh, like the homeless people, like when if it was after like 8 p.m., like all the stores had to close because homeless people lined up and slept in front of all the stores. It was so sad. Wow. Yeah. Um, so what's inside, just in case you're interested in trying out a box— um, you can choose a plan. Um, an annual plan is fifty four ninety five per box, or a bi monthly plan is fifty nine ninety five a box, um, and it's six times a year. Um, so it's one box delivered bi monthly, um, and it's you usually get. Let me see what's inside. Each box is curated with the world's top champagne and sparkling wine brands. Some you may know and never tried. Others you may never heard of, but we'll happy know uh, that you know them now. You'll. You'll get two to three different brands in each box. So you get three pours or one half bottle in one uh, 187 milliliter pour. You get a tasting guide, a custom gift, and $10 of credit towards a full-size box. So you're not getting full-size bottles in these boxes because basically it's giving you an opportunity to, like, try some more expensive bottles, which I think is pretty awesome, actually. I mean, I think that's very interesting. Uh, it, it sounds like also if you're committing to it, like you're probably 
they're probably taking like the average price of all the the different ones you're you're trying and mm-hmm. like you know you're paying on average each month or each by by month about you know instead of like paying all at once for like a $300 bottle of wine you know what i mean yeah <laughs> now yeah, i'm wondering I mean, how they go about like taking the the bottles and doing the smaller sizes or if they're only picking brands that have the smaller bottles hmm uh, I don't know where they they might end up doing with some brands. They might end up doing like um, uh, some kind of like collaboration with them. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think they uh, do on their Instagram. I think sometimes they do like live tastings with um, like their Instagram or whatever. Like, you know, uh, if you get a box for whatever month, they'll like open it, like do a open your box with us and do like a live tasting type of thing. Um, I just thought it was really interesting to be perfectly honest. I don't know if I'd like sign up for a whole year, but I might definitely be interested in like trying out one box, especially I looked on their Instagram and they definitely have like, it's a small discount code, $5 off, but still $5 off. Um, I mean, it, that'd so. be a great little gift for someone for one. Um, Absolutely. And if they announce ahead of time, like what you're going to get, you, it also would be great to be like, oh, well, I want to try that one. Like, and buy and, it. And, yeah. and they do. Like, they posted um, what was in their March box. And they're like, you know, this is how much longer you have to order the March box. And here's what's in it. Um, so I would definitely. Um, I, I don't know if I'd do the March box, but like I definitely might check out and do the May box. So um, it is called, uh, you can follow them on Instagram at the official sip society. Um, they do do thirsty Thursdays. Um, so you can, that's when they do like a live, they have a special ghost, special ghost, a special host. <laughs> <laughs> we know where my brain is at. Um, and you can grab a drink and they just kind of, um, have like chats and talk about champagne and things, um, which obviously we talk about champagne too, but, um, yeah. Yeah. So I think that's just a really interesting thing. Also, it's still women's month, March. So I'm always about, uh, supporting a women owned business. Absolutely. Yeah. And especially when it gives back to the community. That's so nice. Exactly. Yeah, that's great. That is pretty cool. I will definitely have to check that out. Um, mm-hmm. We'll be sure to link this in our, our website, too. So if y'all are interested in that, you can definitely go to our website at thechampagneway.com. Look up this episode 82. <laughs> I got that right this time. Yes. <laughs> and you'll find the link underneath the, the champagne news. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Well, on that note, <laughs> um, I've got a question for you guys. Yeah. Have you ever had someone like randomly like slip some random thing into a conversation like like a little like the tip of the iceberg of a story and it's enough to make you go like, whoa, whoa, back up. I need to hear more. Like you ever had someone do that to you? Okay, like like explain. So, for instance, today I was talking to my mother and, well, one, we were randomly talking about where she's lived at because apparently I've, in all my years, I did not ask her where all she's lived at. At one point, she randomly throws in conversation that she lived in Hawaii and Ohio, two places that I didn't know that she'd ever actually been or definitely lived in. Wow. Wow. So I had her tell me about that, and that led to the interesting story. So that was kind of interesting because I was like, holy crap, I did not know she lived there. But anyways, when I was asking her about her time in, like, Ohio um, and, you know, tell me childhood stories or something, the one random thing she says is, oh, yeah, there was this one time that a murderer was trying to get into the house that I was in. (gasps) And that's where she left the story. And I was like, whoa, whoa, back up. Tell me a little bit more about this. What happened? Did the person break in? Obviously, you did not get murdered. <laughs> I would not yeah. exist. <laughs> so, I mean, I know part of the ending of the story, but <laughs> but I, mean, I was just like, come on, tell me what happened. How did you know they were a murderer? Like, it, oh my that's God, just, now you got to tell us. Exactly. We got to know. Yeah. So, anyways, she told me like when she was a kid, um, it was like a thing, I guess, like, I, I grew up military. Um, I remember my parents at some point, especially my mom and her friends, were really into bowling. But probably because on military bases, like the bowling alley was like the only social recreational thing to go to. <laughs> but I mean, this being way, way back in the day, um, 
this was probably like I don't I think she told me it was like maybe late sixties, early seventies or something. But um like her and her siblings, so there were four of them, um, were left with some of their parents' friends' kids all in these two apartments. Um, I don't know if it was on base or off base, but they were all left in these two apartments and they were being babysat by like a couple of kids, like a couple teenagers, 13, 14 years old. And anyways, um, and all the parents went to the bowling alley to bowl together and left all their kids with these babysitters and kind of genius. It's like bulk babysitting, I guess. Sure. <laughs> but, um, someone tried to break into the apartment and one of the apartments, I guess, or maybe both of them. And anyways, one of these teens or both these teens, they tried calling the cops and the cops thought that they were pranking them. So they didn't like they just kind of ignored them. And uh, yeah, right. <laughs> um, and then they ended up like getting a hold. They, they had to go straight up. Like My mama actually said she had to figure out which bowling alley it was, whoever the the teenager was probably like going through like an actual like yellow pages and oh called all the bowling alleys until they figured out which one the parents were at got a hold of them and they came home by this point the person obviously had gotten scared off and didn't break in but tried but failed and was must have been wandering around the neighborhood so all the parents like went and searched for him and um apparently found him and uh attacked him quite uh, yeah <laughs> beat the crap out of him i think is what she said until the cops showed up what but yeah i was like so, how did you know it was this guy how did you know it was a murderer you know like it, yeah. it, regardless it was someone trying to break into a house that was right. clearly full of kids but um she said that they had looked outside and they recognized him from like the news and it was a guy that had been wanted on charges of murder and he was trying to, and he had been wanted on charge of murder because he was breaking into places and then killing people, I guess, or and robbing them. So yeah, they, yeah. she had a whole story about that. And oh I was my like, gosh. Oh my God. <laughs> I hope I'd never heard this in my entire life. And it just got me thinking of all the other stories that I've heard where ran- randomly someone like drops it into conversation and you have to think about it for a second. Like, wait, whoa, what did you just say? Do you say you almost got murdered? Can you, can you explain? <laughs> So, oh my lord! Has that ever well, happened to you guys? I mean, I was kidnapped when I was a baby. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, I was kidnapped when I was a baby. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Back up. <laughs> what do you mean you were kidnapped as a baby? <laughs> yeah, it, it's not as fantastical and romantic as it seems. Um, it, it's it's hold on. Is kidnapping a baby ever fantastical and romantic as it seems? <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, uh, usually usually when you say you're kidnapped as a baby, usually that makes the news. You on yeah, the news? it didn't. Oh. Uh, so I, I know like people read stories in books and magazines, and but the most common kidnapping is by a family member, mm-hmm. as you oh, can imagine. Right. So mm-hmm. this was back in like 1984. And my parents had just got a divorce and we were living in California. And when they divorced, my mother moved back to Tennessee with me. And of course, like she let my dad come visit and she wanted us to have some time. So she left me with him at her mom's house and like they went and did shopping or whatever, giving us some time. Well, he took off with me. How far did he get? He got to Arkansas. Oh, my God. So across state lines and everything. Yes. And so, and then she called the police and the police was like, I mean, that's her father. Like, there's really nothing we can do. And she was like freaking out. This Um, is a different time, I guess. Right? Yeah. And uh, she, there's no cell phones. It's not like she could call him and be like, where are you? Like, she assumed he was taking me back to California, but she didn't know. And thankfully, like, he got to a gas station in Arkansas and called to let her know that I was okay. He was okay. And somehow she talked him into bringing me back. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my uh-huh. gosh. And then did she, like, never let you see him again? <laughs> oh my God. Uh, well, I mean, he lived in a different state, like, yeah. not even a different state, like, completely across Mm-hmm. the country and then moved closer but I mean I learned later in life he had a ton of mental health issues mm-hmm. uh, so that was probably one of them and thank god he didn't get very far oh yeah she said he would always take care of me so she wasn't like worried about my well-being mm-hmm. but 
uh, she said she was just a nervous wreck. Oh, I'm sure. I, it's crazy that the cops back then were just like, what can we do? Yeah. yeah. Uh, also, I would like to rewind that story again a little bit more and be like, you lived in California? How did I not yeah. know that? I thought you were like Tennessee for life. And the only other place uh, that you'd wanted to live was like Magic Kingdom. No, like, <laughs> everywhere. No, yeah. I mean, for the first like nine months of my life. Wait, but I was re- born in Alabama. Oh, I was about to say, whoa, you didn't say you were born in California. I was about to say, no. whoa. No, my mom had come back to give birth to me, like, so she could have her mom's help. Uh-huh. So, yeah, so my father was also military, so we lived on a base. Oh, okay. That makes sense now. That also yeah. is, like, a story similar to my mother randomly slipping in that she lived in Hawaii. She was born in California, and then she was like... Uh, and then we moved to Hawaii, and I was like, well, how old were you? And she was like, I don't know, like two weeks old? Yeah, <laughs> I was like, like it's, they got stationed, and they moved. <laughs> it's nothing I can remember, and I know we did live, like, within an hour's drive to Disneyland, but we never went, so I can tell you that. Well, if you were that young, probably. Yeah, I <laughs> probably don't know not. What, how much fun you would have had. <laughs> yeah, if anything, you'd been pissed off, like, whoa, you took me that one time, and I don't even get to remember it. <laughs> Uh, that's true. So. Well, they never took me. So. <laughs> there you go. Now you, took me. Th- that's true. I did take you. That is true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Wow. Well, yes. Jess, Jess, you got an, you, Can you beat that? <laughs> I don't. I don't think I can. Um... <laughs> She's like got this face on. Like what the hell? <laughs> I, I think when. Um. I mean, when I was a baby, I poison myself accidentally but i mean obviously i didn't like me to i ate a diaper pail what what? (laughs) you had a diaper a diaper pail pail? what like a what a diaper pail air freshener thing when i was like a baby okay let's say a diaper pail is quite large (laughs) (laughs) i was like and the contents of it way worse (laughs) Oh my god! Yeah, like I ate a diaper pail, air freshener, whatever thing you put in there, and my mom had to call poison control. But um, that it's not quite the same as um, being kidnapped. So I guess I oh, like eggs. My family had to call poison, poison control on me. Yeah. What for? Okay, so it's totally not my fault. It was Granny Pat's fault. <laughs> uh huh. Uh-huh. So okay, so I just start this when I was little. Uh, I was in a sandbox and got sand in my eye. Okay. And my eye got infected. Okay. And my mom would take me to a bunch of different specialists, almost went blind. She somehow. Wait, wait. Okay. Yes. There's, there, there's another. Wait, what? You almost went blind? <laughs> yeah, from this that, infection. That's, that's where you should have started right there. Uh, One time <laughs> I almost went blind. blind. Yes. <laughs> so I was little. Don't remember this. Uh, but this is why I have a fear of sand, Trina. I'm about to say, I got to interject because I remember when I first moved in with you and we, uh, our balcony on our apartment overlooked like the, because it was a college apartment. There was like mm-hmm. a volleyball court. And mm-hmm. I, I remember you being like, no, don't go down there. Don't like sand. Nah. No. And then when I what, talked about the beach. What did you do at the beach? I talked about taking her to Cocoa Beach when we went down for like spring break. And she's like, I don't like the sand. I don't like the beach. And I was like, okay, well. <laughs> I've had a lot of trauma so let me so anyway so my mom had to take me to a specialist in texas and they figured out what it was anyway i still have a scar and it makes it really complicated to put on eyeliner Mm -hmm. i don't know if you can see but anyway so it's there right okay so ever since then i don't know i mean i don't remember it but i would not put anything in my eyes anything at all like i was so scared um and so i had gotten something in my eye and my granny was like well, let me put some Vaseline. We'll try to like flush it out. And I'm like, no, absolutely not. I was probably, um, God, I had to be in elementary school, but like maybe fourth grade, like older elementary. And she's like, oh my God, you're being a baby. And I'm like, I'm not doing it. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yes, you are. Held me down, squirted it in my eye. You guys, I have never felt pain like that before in my life. Oh, and no. she was like, you're just making this up. You're going to sit there and mind. 
And I like, like she left for maybe a minute and came back and my eye was like red and swollen. (gasps) Well, my lovely sister had squirted the visine out of the bottle and filled it with rubbing alcohol. (gasps) Oh my God. God. Why? Well, she's cleaning out her ears. Oh my God. Label your bottle, everyone. It sounds so painful. It was. So it hurt so bad. And, um, yeah, so my grandmother had to call poison control, then she felt really bad. Okay, first of all, I don't think you get to blame this on your grandmother. This was 100% your sister's fault. (laughs) That's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah, but you were telling her how much it hurt, and she didn't listen to you. In her defense, I was a brat and spoiled. (laughs) I was about to say, uh, in her defense, I've got that, that leads to a story that, Oh, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna t- I'm gonna tell story. I'm gonna tell one after this. It's another one okay. of like parents not believing their kids. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so okay, so you know I don't have to go to the hospital or anything. Like it just burns for a while, whatever. Wash it out. She feels horrible. Whatever. I get whatever I want for the next week, and then um, still again that makes me even more fearful of putting anything in my eye. Mm-hmm. Right. Until right after college. When I decide for Halloween, I am probably like 24, oh. 25. Right. And I, no, maybe younger, like 23. I decide I am going to be a sexy vampire. I remember and, this. And this is when like Underworld came out. So you remember like the, like the stark blue, white These eye. contacts are so bad for your eyes. So I'm like, you know what? I am going to order those contacts. No. You do not know how long it took me to get them in my eye because I was so fearful. And of course, like I went out drinking. So then I was like, whatever. Well, then no. A, yeah. Then I met a guy and went home with him. Did not sleep with him. Thank you for asking. But <laughs> I had paid like $90 for these contacts. So I'm like, there's nowhere to put them. So I just slept with them. Oh, no. Okay. I've never worn contacts before or after this. And so when I get home the next day, I just take them out and then I go to sleep. Oh, no. And when I wake up, I cannot open my eyes. Were they like burning pain at this point? Yeah. And they were so swollen. Oh, my gosh. My whole eyelid was swollen. And so my mom and grandmother had to come up and take me to the eye doctor. I didn't know you were supposed to wet them when you take them out. Oh, my God. Lindy. I know. So the eye doctor was like, well, you rip the tops of your eyeballs off. <gasps> oh. Yeah, like the first couple layers, I guess you can do that. And I, I still have issues like with my eyes, like they water and they swell all the time. Yeah, Ugh. I wonder if that's similar to like Marshall. He had uh, something where he he they said the same thing. It's like he had taken off like the first layer on his eye, and he does. You don't know if it was like a bad contact or something. Cause he wore contacts for a while, so he knew to mm-hmm. wet them and stuff. But it still did something. He thought he thought something was in his eye, and then when he finally went to the eye doctor, they were like, "Oh no, you like ripped off part of the top of your eye." <laughs> Apparently, that's a common thing, and it's horrible. That's horrifying. Like, I mean, I wear contacts, and I can't, I mean, I'm, like, vigilant about, like, taking them out every night because I I don't like to sleep with them in because my eyes do get really dry. But, yeah, those color contacts, I think a lot of people, like, messed up their eyeballs with those. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know what I was doing. Mm. I don't even think I have any pictures from that night, which would have totally made it worth it. (laughs) <laughs> no, it wouldn't have. <laughs> Probably not. But at least you yeah. would have had proof. I, that that is pretty bad that you don't even have any pictures. I know from that night. <clears throat> Although I, before digital cameras, really. Yeah, I, I had to redo a costume one year because I wore it. The first year, I, I think I dressed as Medusa, and I was so proud of the costume. I had, like, little snakes in my hair, and it was awesome. And that was also the first time I was introduced to chocolate cake shots. <laughs> And there's not a single picture of me in that costume at all. I think there's like one like side shot where I kind of just look like I'm wearing a toga and it's dark because it was dark color and like you can't tell what I'm wearing. And I was like, yeah, that was like probably my best costume and just no. 
So I no. like five years later, I redid the costume and I was like, I, it didn't look even remotely the same, but I was just so like, I have to do this. I have to get pictures this time. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, sorry, pause. Are chocolate cake shots, is that like with where you do whatever it is, but and then you squeeze the lemon first and then you take it? So you take the shot and it's like vodka and I think like a hazelnut liqueur. And then you bite into. Yep. And then you bite into a lemon with a lemon slice with sugar on it. Sugar. And it tastes exactly like chocolate cake. Somehow. So weird. It's really good, though. Yes, it was, because I don't remember that night. (laughs) And I didn't get any pictures. (laughs) Yeah. Good thing. Yeah, probably. I think it was like the first year that y'all took me to like, what is it? The Pike Halloween party or something like that. Well, I'm pointing to you, Lindsay. You got a mouse in your pocket? But I remember hearing about, oh, we have these epic Halloween parties, blah, blah, blah. And I don't remember anything. I don't. Yeah, okay, I did go to a couple of those. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was about to say, I don't remember those, but I did I think, I think maybe I remember Pie Halloween Party. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But, okay, so stories real quick about how parents uh, don't believe you when you're hurt. My, mm-hmm. my my in-laws are great because they have such really good stories like this. But there was a time <laughs> that um, Marshall and his brother, I think, were told to go outside and, like, clean out the pool. And it was, like, one of those pools that, like, I think they're usually above-ground pools, but they, they had put it in the ground. So it's got, like, the plastic sheeting and it can get very slippery. And they were supposed to go out there and clean it out before they got, like, it was getting ready to the season. They were going to refill it. And um, he slipped. Am I not... Marshall, but his brother, he slipped and he went inside and told his mom that he broke his clavicle. And she was just like, no, you don't, didn't. I don't even know what that is. You made that up and made him go back outside. <laughs> no. <laughs> yes, because she thought that he was lying. She was like, yeah, what is a clavicle? Like, you're full of it. Like, go back outside. And okay. Is that like your neck bone? Yeah, it's like, like right, this, here? right here, your collarbone. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But and he didn't say collarbone, he said clavicle. And she was like, I don't even know what that is. Um, (laughs) Now, and like, I I guess he was like known for like doing these things. Like, he didn't make too much of a fuss about it. He went back outside and finished working. But and then he came back in and was just like, it was like all like, I guess, swollen and really turning red. And she was like, oh, great, we need to go to the doctor. (laughs) Um, so she felt horrible, and I think he knew that he could hold it over her for a while. Um, <laughs> but, like, oh he was God. the kid, like, I think she said that she only, like, had to spank her kids, like, maybe twice in their entire lives, if even. Marshall's a saint, so probably not ever, but, like, Tanner, oh. I think she might have spanked him, like, one time. And so the second time she tried to, he showed up with a book shoved down his pants, and it was, like, a square butt. <laughs> and she laughed so hard that she was just like, whatever, just go away. Don't do it again. <laughs> So that's what's wrong with Marshall. You can get spanked as a child. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That explains so much. (laughs) So now, but speaking of his family and going back to our original uh, subject, I have to say like, so they have, they always have these great stories for me, but they were randomly talking one day and they were like, Hey, remember that time Gary and Gary's my father-in-law. Remember that time Gary got uh, (laughs) um, mistaken for the bank robber? (laughs) <laughs> and I was like, wait, what? Like, what huh? What are what you talking it? about? Like, what do you mean? He Like, th- did he get arrested? Like, what happened? And, well, you know those, like, what are those pictures called? Um, Lindsay, you'll know this. Like, what are the pictures called when, like, someone, like, um, takes, like, a witness's description and, like, tries to draw the p- person? Just like a... Well, I thought it was called like a a composite sketch or something like that. Yeah. Anyways, like, so someone did one of those of this guy who apparently took like the bank manager and his wife hostage and then robbed the bank. And the composite that went out on the news and everywhere looked exactly like my father-in-law. Oh, my God. It was totally him. And now... He probably left you guys a note somewhere, and y'all are probably rich. I mean, that'd be great if that would happen, but <laughs> we have not found that note. Um, no, I think they ended up finding the person who actually did it, but they 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 did question him though, because of course I was like, okay, well, if back in the day, if someone if he looked this much like that person, like someone had to have called in and been like, um, I think that's Mr. Gary. Um, 
I was this, Marshall. This is where he works at. But I mean, he's such a nice guy. I don't think he'd do that, <laughs> you know. Um, and and so apparently someone did because oh he definitely <laughs> he definitely got questioned. And I mean, like he at the time, like even Debbie had to call him and be like, "Hey, where are you at? What were you doing last night?" Like, oh my god, because he was uh, working for John Deere at the time. And, like, the factory, I guess, and, like, he did, like, a service job, so he would, like, be out on the road sometime, like, going to different farms and, like, Robin fixing Banks. stuff. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. So, he's, like, a traveling person who's out fixing tractors in rural areas, and, and this bank was in a rural area. Do- job day, uh, uh, day job. Uh-huh. Exactly. Exactly. Like, all these pieces are lining up where I'm like, oh, oh, well, what was his alibi? Like, whoa, where was he? So, so did he have to go in for, like, a police interview? Um, he, yeah, yeah, I think he had, I don't know if he had to go in or if they came to him, but they did have to, he had to piece together his alibi. Like, oh, yeah. His entire alibi. Because it, it wasn't like he could say, like, he was at work, he was working, but he wasn't at work. He was on the road doing these things like so they had to like yeah. piece together where was he at and then eventually they ended up finding the actual people who had done like a string of robberies <laughs> but and i asked uh debbie like well did they look like gary like or did this person just get the picture that wrong but could you imagine like like looking up and being like oh my god i know that guy <laughs> yeah yeah uh-huh uh-huh so weird. <laughs> I'm still convinced it was him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm like, I, did he take it to the grave? I don't know. We might have to like, mm-hmm. maybe well, he was so, an accomplice. I don't know. I don't know. Did, did you guys like, I mean, I'm sure this is before cell phones, but did somebody somehow take a picture of that composite sketch? I don't think they have it, but like, uh-huh. I think, I think Debbie said somewhere like she could probably go look it up now and try to find it online because I'm sure it uh, does exist somewhere out there in the world. But you should, you should, you guys should go find it and frame it. Yeah. I, I have had, I've like been involved in a ton of criminal cases, um, on both sides of the fence. And I have never had a case with a composite sketch. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's not normal. Oh, well, like there's no, oh, well, I guess like, nowadays like you kind of came up as a lawyer in the age of like digital photography though. So that's probably why that's true. But like, I've had plenty of people like try to uh, say this is what this person looked like, but I don't have any, I don't even think they have like somebody to draw that. Is that not a career anymore? Like a sketch artist for the police? Thinks so. I know it used to be, but yeah, that'd be, uh, I wonder if that, we should Google that. Is that like an outdated profession now? I inquiring minds want to know i wonder if listeners out there are like um wait news to me yeah. didn't know that uh, that's what i do <laughs> Is it, on all of those crime tv shows did they just like make that up to like add drama to the show maybe like i mean because i'm sure they used to do it because there were quite a few like big cases back in the day yeah that yeah. was like you know especially like if you look at uh, america's miss wanted or whatever but um yeah that just at least it it doesn't happen a lot like i don't i don't even know or like the there was a composite sketch of the the leprechaun in i think it was in alabama right wait what the leprechaun <laughs> the leprechaun <laughs> wait what okay back to the beginning of that story <laughs> like uh i'm sorry the there's talking about composite sketches <laughs> a look up the look up the, the in Mo- Mobile, Alabama, in 2006, it's the, I don't know if I'm pronouncing this correctly, the Krypton Leprechaun, and look at that buddy's composite sketch. Let's see, C- the C-R-I-C-H-T-O-N, a leprechaun, and it's an amateur sketch, not a composite sketch. But it's just a poet sighting. You guys have never heard of this leprechaun in a tree. It's a leprechaun in a tree. Okay, someone was just out there effing with people, okay? (laughs) I have heard about it. Okay, spell it one more time. I've got to look this up now. Oh my God, there's a whole video tree now you're going to have to watch later. It's the C-R-I-C-H-T-O-N leprechaun. It's just the poet sighting of a leprechaun in a tree in a neighborhood in Mobile, Alabama. I've seen that guy before. Plus not Marshall. (laughs) <laughs> or or did it look like it's dad? I don't know. 
<laughs> they did a whole report on it on the news. Oh, my. Yes, I remember this now. I feel like yes. we could totally go down a rabbit hole of like things like this oh. where it's like, wait, oh. what? <laughs> yes. I was because I we were talking about like composite sketches and sketches and like I think I did just see a whole bit about like different crime sketches like the other day and somebody posted about that. Yeah, that's so awesome. wow, legit. I don't know why they're like not professionally doing that. Right, that's what I'm saying, mm-hmm. man. So <clears throat> I, I don't know. So somebody's out there doing sketches of leprechauns and trees and criminals and stuff that's like that. Work. Mm-hmm. It is important work. It is important. So, work. there you go. Well, Lindsay, I yes. think these these two stories that you just kind of like led off with here, with the I was once kidnapped and also I once went blind or almost uh-huh. went blind. Well, no, twice you almost went blind. God. Technically. Three times. Wait, no, three times. You told three stories about being (laughs) blinded. My gosh. Um, You know, have you ever like play one of those like get to know you games at any kind of retreat, corporate thing, anything? I think that needs to be your little icebreaker. Because you know how like they do that? Like, tell us something random about you or like do two truths and a lie. I feel Every like, yeah. boom. single sorority thing we ever went to, I could never think of anything. I was like, I'm just so boring. Oh, right. Okay. I used to like get so mad because I would not be able to think of anything. And then I like later on, I'd be like, oh my God, you live near a volcano that blew up. Oh my God. Your sister cut off your finger one time. Oh my God. Like I had a whole list of things that I could like totally say that would have people like, wait, what? Yeah. So I think at one point I made a list of them when I was at, like my first job out of college because we used to do like little games like that because everyone worked at home we would like every once in a while have like these like not I don't want to call them retreats but these meetings with like the other staff members to get to know each other a little bit more because we maybe saw each other like 12 times a year max um and so I was always trying to think of like new things and so I would like jot down like every time I'd have a little memory that pop in that'd be like oh my god someone won't believe this or this (laughs) Yeah, I, I was think, I was that person because I was I traumatized from college. <laughs> no, I think I'm pretty boring still. I think the only things I can say is that I have a ghost in my office and I still have the pins uh, that they pulled out of my elbow when I broke my elbow when I was seven going on eight. Why? Why? <laughs> also, but that's cool. Kind of <laughs> do you sleep with them every night. Yeah, I totally do. Um, yeah, I think I still have them in like my memory box that I've just been collecting stuff in since I was six. I actually think that's kind of cool, especially when you compare it to people who are like, look, I still have my baby teeth. Like, why? Why do you have that? <laughs> so, yeah, they, they yanked them out with like a pair or a pair of pliers and they didn't give me any anesthesia. Oh, that sounds horrible. Yep. Uh, they just, because they were like a half a T or whatever, like sticking up out of my elbow, and they just get them and. Uh, yeah. It's curse. Uh, yeah. So now, how you should tell that story is uh, uh, I once had someone pull metal out of my arm while I was alive, or not alive, obviously you're alive. <laughs> <laughs> While you were awake. Like, I lived no. through that trauma. <laughs> your story should be like, when I was alive. <laughs> that should be your story. <laughs> when I was alive. Uh, when I was yes, alive, I a, lived. <laughs> that's, a, that's a better That's a better reframing, Trina. Yeah. <laughs> you oh just got to make it more when, interesting there. When I was in elementary school, I totally convinced my neighbor that I was really dead. <laughs> What? Yeah. Okay, now you do have you do have to finish like, off by telling this story. I just got this like death certificate thing from Spencer's and put my name on it and stuff. And like it took me a minute, but I convinced her like I was dead. Like I was like, yeah, I'm dead. And finally, she looked at me just with these really sad eyes and just like, does your mom know? <laughs> Anyway. Wait, wait, so does there some kid out there who thinks that dead people walk around with their death certificate? <laughs> you traumatized some poor child. She was my age. <sighs> okay. I came clean because I couldn't keep a straight face. Oh, so you didn't like it was in my handwriting. 
Oh. Oh, so you didn't like walk away and let her just like think I c- that I couldn't at the time. It was too funny because like, it took me so long to convince her. So when she actually believed it, it was just like I couldn't even keep a straight face. Oh, my God. I bet she was asking you all these questions about oh, like, yeah. how did you die and all that yes. stuff? I don't remember anything. All I remember is her. She finally like the look in her eyes when she believed it. You're morbid AF when you were younger. <laughs> right? It's because oh, you have no was, idea. Let my mom tra- get on here and tell you some stories. She was traumatized from when she uh, was kidnapped. Yeah, yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. All right. Uh, no, my mom will get on here and tell you that when I was little, they 110% thought I'd be a serial killer. Hey, well, there's still time. Uh, that's true. <laughs> I'm young. You're of. still young. Oh, my gosh. I'm still alive, honey. <laughs> 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 oh, my gosh. Well, on that note, let's start with Treat of the Week. Treat all right well we got to start with you Lindsay, because i see yours on the list here and i think you just did a great segue into whatever you're gonna talk about right now is your treat of the week oh that's a good idea okay so um i have been wanting to read more uh i used to love to read and that's just something that i have not um had time or prioritized i guess you would say that i would need to do so one of my friends caleb we've talked about him before um, he's part of a book club and he posted about it. It's, it's a, uh, like a horror book club. Mm-hmm. And did I say that right? Yes. Did you say horror? horror? Is that a horror yeah. book club? Horror? Horror. horror. Not I don't a horror know. I can book never. Club. Okay. <laughs> I can never. But it's the scary one and not the sexy one. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, so for the month of April, we're going to read about the Bell Witch. And then uh, for April, uh, for May, we're going to do a like a cursed book. So I'm excited. Ooh. I'm going to order those and start reading them. Um, but yeah, I'm excited about it. That's pretty neat. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. I've never heard of a horror book club, but that's yeah. pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel, so yeah. You're going to have to like, let us like know about that as you kind of, like, what do you discuss at a horror book club? <laughs> like, ways the writer could have... Uh, done it better <laughs> i don't know i'll let you know um i i mean i haven't got to my first one yet i know we do a zoom call to talk about it because it's like people all over the country oh wow that's so, pretty cool though uh, yeah so i'll let you guys know because i have no idea i've never <laughs> been part of any book club so i don't even know what regular book clubs do oh i was oh. in a book club once i think i was there for like the first two books but by the second book i didn't finish it in time and i think they were like you're not good enough for book club <laughs> <laughs> you can't sit with us. I got bu- I got busy, and apparently that was not a good excuse. I was like, I, I just want to come hang out and have you guys talk about the book. Yeah, which is funny. So years years later, I read the book that they were talking about, and I was like, damn, this was good. I wish I had someone to discuss it with. Surprisingly, <laughs> I like have never been part of a book club, and I just don't know if that's because I read a lot of books at once, and I just want to read at my own pace, or if I just uh, I don't know. I, I think I'd rather just read a book and then be like, hey, have you read this book? You should read this book and let's talk about it when yeah. you finish. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll let you know how this one turns out and then, you know. Okay. Yeah. I read good. a lot of scary, I read a lot of scary books. So yeah. maybe if you like this first one, maybe I'll join too. Yeah. Cool. 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 What, what about you, Trina? What's your treat of the week? I've got a weird one. Um, I am like all about the Netflix animated movies right now. Oh, yeah. I like every I feel like at least once a week I'm getting on like our we have the Amazon Prime fire stick. That's what it's called. Yeah. Yeah. We have that. And I'll like speak into it and be like animated movies. Give me something new to watch because our son is like, of course, he loves like cartoon movies. It kind of keeps his attention, but just he likes things in the background sometimes. Yeah. And so I've seen the same ones over and over again. I'm tired of the same cartoons. I'm tired of the same movies disney plus is great but like i needed something new and we've got netflix and we've got hulu and we got disney plus and we have all the damn things um and i went on like a search through netflix recently and realized that they have a bunch on there that they've come out with in like the last like year or two and then like a couple like that are maybe four years old and for some reason they don't always pop up in the searches when i'm like looking for an animated movie but 
they've got this one called Animal Crackers that came out. I think the title of it is pretty misleading with like the graphic that they have, but it's got a lot of big name actors that have um that are the voicing the characters. It's a really good movie. Um, they've got one called Bigfoot. They've got an older one called Charming. All of these three movies are so cute and they've been like a nice little like respite from what I was already used to. And it's been nice to get something new. And I mean, I've watched Animal Crackers, I think, because I only get clips of it when when I'm like, because it's a great thing to have on in the background when he's playing and I'm in the kitchen. And so I'll like see clips of it. But like, I've actually wanted to sit down and watch all of these now. Mm -hmm. Um, Bigfoot was my favorite recently. I love that one. It's so cute. Have you seen the Animal Crackers one? No, it's got um, it's um, oh gosh, what I'm I'm like picturing Jim from The Office, uh, John Krasinski. Ooh, yeah, it's, uh, he's uh one of the main characters' voices, and then his uh wife plays one of the main characters' oh, voices. That's so, so cute, yeah, okay, and and like there's just out. a bunch of really good characters throughout the whole thing. But it's about a circus. Uh, you'll you'll actually really really like it, Lindsay. You okay. definitely would. So, anyways, I'm on the animated movie train. If you have any recommendations, throw them yeah, my way. Yeah, same, same. Uh, because, yeah, we are always looking for recommendations yeah. for Rory. Have you seen Charming? No. Okay, Charming is the other one. I think that one actually is a couple years old. It's um, the voice of Demi, Demi Lovato is, I think, the voice of the girl in it, the main lead character. Okay. Um, <clears throat> And then the guy... um. Uh, Fez, I can't remember his name. For, Will, oh, yeah. Wilmer Valderrama, mm-hmm. whatever. He's the guy, the voice of Charming. But it's um, it's about Prince Charming, and that his Charming uh, is um, his ability to be charming is a curse. Oh. And he's engaged to Cinderella, Sleeping Beauty, and uh, Snow White because in all of those storybooks, it was Prince Charming who broke the spell. And so it ties those all together about how he's like actually under a curse and his curse is to be charming. And now he's got these three fiancés. (laughs) So, yeah. Interesting. It sounds like really cute. It actually is a really cute kind of storyline on that whole front. So if you want to watch something different, like I recommend it. So So cute. All right. right. What about you, Jess? Um... My treat of the week is uh, a cake that I still have in my refrigerator. Um, it was just Will's birthday, and so I got him a cake from Baked on 8th, which is one of my favorite local bakeries. Um, and just for funsies, I got him a Baby Yoda cake. Oh, oh, so cute. I saw it. It was adorable. Was it delicious? Yeah, it was delicious. Well, there's still half of it. Um, and so I got red velvet, which is one of his favorite flavors. Mm. Yep. Yeah. And yeah. And they did such a good job with the design. It was so um, cute. Yeah, it was adorable. Um, and so yes, you'll have to post it on our uh, champagne way for everybody to see. It was so oh, cute. I, I totally will. I'll post it like in our stories. Um, or I'll just post it on our feed. Did it uh, feel wrong? To see. Did it feel wrong to eat Baby Yoda? Uh, a little bit, and his ears are still poking out of like half of the cake. Like they did his <laughs> ears on like fondant and stuff. Uh-huh. Um, but it, it was like it was just really fun. Um, and then also from Mama Milford um, that we have talked about before. I just went whole hog with like the Star Wars Mandalorian theme, and she also made really great Star Wars cookies. So we have a whole lot of sugar here. Um, oh, yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm literally treating myself with treats. And it's great. I love it. Uh, love yeah. it. Love it, love it, love it. So it's all great. Um, I'm excited. I got ordered some of Mama Milford's uh, Easter cookie treats. So oh, me too. Yeah. I'm like so excited about that, especially the ones that you can paint. Yes, like, that's what I got. You got that too? Oh, I'm so excited about that. One, because her cookies taste so good, but also because like I get to paint my own Easter egg cookies and that's much better yeah. than painting Easter eggs. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I saw this. This looked amazing. Mm-hmm. righty, It is time for Drink About It. Good Drink. or bad. We are. We want to know. Yeah. We want to <laughs> know. Uh, Ventworthy celebratory. Let's start with you, Lindsay. You always okay. have some good ones. <laughs> that too. I have um two 
uh, drink about it. And uh, so we're going to start with the poltergeist one. Oh. <laughs> well, I thought I was being haunted by a poltergeist. Really? And, okay, so like... And, and if you don't know what a poltergeist is, that is like the ghost that can actually touch you and cause you harm. Watch that movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I uh, felt something on my back, like my lower back. Mm-hmm. And I like lifted my shirt up and I'm like, Jay, like, what is this? He's like, oh, it's, it's a little scratch. I'm like, oh, okay. And so I went to go change for bed and I was trying to look in the mirror and there were scratches everywhere whoa so i like called stacy there i'm like hey like and you know it's kind of hard to see like when you're like trying to look at your back and i said hey can you come look at this and i like pulled my shirt up so she could see she's like oh my god she's like what did you do like you're covered in scratches i had like 13 scratches oh my god long scratches across your back across my back Yeah, and I'm like, oh my god, like, what could this be from? She's like, you don't know? I'm like, no, I have no idea what it's from. And so, Mm -hmm. automatically, I'm like, oh my god, there's a poltergeist. Is that what's been living in your daughter's closet? Yeah. I was like, this makes sense, you know. And then Jay comes up, and I'm like, hey, look, there's more than that one. And he goes, oh my god, it's a poltergeist. And I was like, I'm not crazy. So... (laughs) Well, that just proved you two are meant for each other. (laughs) (laughs) So then like, so the next day I was downstairs like making breakfast and our dog kept jumping up on me. And Stacey's like, that's what it's from. It's from Obi jumping on me. Oh my god! No, it, it's from Poltergeist. Yeah, no, I was like, okay, well, okay, we're not being haunted. At least not Poltergeist. Like, but it, like, I didn't even realize it. Uh huh. That so he was weird. just that he was just jumping on you like you didn't. Yeah, I, I wouldn't even paint like I'll like, oh, get down or whatever. Like, and I guess he just like scratched me a bunch. God, if that dog is big enough to scratch your back now, oh my god, he's so big. He was he's so big. small when you got him. <laughs> oh no, oh no, he's really really big. I'll, um, he's in here. I'll show it to you when we get done recording. But so the other one, mm-hmm. my other drink about it is on March twenty second. At 9.15 p.m., my daughter dropped a huge F-bomb. <laughs> really? She called Obi, our dog, a chicken fucker. <laughs> what? Okay, where did she hear that from? Oh, my God. <laughs> well. Specific. She called him that immediately after her father called him that. Oh, um, Okay, so so I did not react, and I've been trying to like we've been bopping our nose if we cuss in front of her, like trying to stop. Mm -hmm. I'm doing a pretty good job. My husband obviously is not. (laughs) Um, No, (laughs) no. And so, like when she like they say don't react, good or bad. So he's like trying to hide behind the dog, laughing. Oh, of course. Yeah, and I'm like, oh my god. So like the next day, like I'm I film her, and I'm like, hey, I was like. You know, last night, what did you call the, what'd you call Obi? What'd you call the doggy? And she's like, Obers. Wait, no, what? What else did she call She goes, Obi Monster. And I was like, okay, yeah. Because okay. <laughs> I, like, Obi or Obers or Obi Monster. So she didn't say it again. Oh, well, that's good. That's real me? good. Yeah. At first it kind of cut out and I was like, oh no, like, what is that? <laughs> no. Because the whole next day I had to go to work and I was like, I expected to get a phone call from daycare at any moment. Mm. Uh-huh. Like, your daughter just called another kid chicken fucker. <laughs> and I was like, eh. so thankfully, <laughs> thankfully that one, we have not retained that, at least to my knowledge. Uh, well, good job on not drawing attention to it. It was uh-huh. really hard. Yeah. It was hard not to punch my husband, but also laugh at the same time. Yeah. I was about to yeah. say that would be really, really, yeah. really funny. But at the yeah. same time, like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's hilarious, though. Um, I, I mean, <laughs> I'm still just, like, where did she learn that? But that makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> that totally makes sense. She can come up with that one on her own. Yeah, yeah. I would say, well, Waylon's starting to copy us, but not that much. More like motions that rather than uh, uh, words. Thankfully, because I just don't think I can stop cussing yet. 
So there's that. But <clears throat> yeah, start now because it's a hard habit to break. Oh, oh I'm man. sure. I'm sure. Wow, that dog is huge. Sorry, listeners who can't see the dog. <laughs> the dog is huge. Just just picture a dog that's like Lindsay size. It's just yeah. huge. <laughs> he's he's such a good quiet dog. Oh my gosh. I feel like it's so tall. It's like well, literally he, like he I think he was the size of his his head the first time that like I saw him. He's taller than you now. <laughs> yeah, sitting down. Oh my gosh. I am sitting down. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah, I figured you were sitting down. He gets the best <laughs> Oh, that's sweet. Well, I don't have anything exciting like poltergeist stories or any cursing with my child. Um, he mostly just says car over and over and over and over and over again because he thinks everything's a car. Um, <laughs> but I did teach him how to fist bump the other day and I'm really proud of that. <laughs> Yay. Yes. Um, he knows how to high five and fist bump. Um but I was excited because I got my first vaccine shot today. I feel like there's just like a little sense of normalcy. That's like we see the light at the end of the tunnel and I'm super excited about that. We obviously have to wait three weeks before we go get our second one. But um, more and more I'm hearing about friends getting vaccinated or getting their scheduled. And that just makes me happy that like, Maybe by like early summer, we're talking like May, we might actually get to be around other people, um, at least in small groups and stuff. Like, you know, I still don't yeah. think, I, th- I still think there's a lot of the public out there that's just, you know, uninformed and stupid. But, <laughs> oh, yeah. So but I got mine on Saturday. Yeah. Mine was the Johnson and Johnson window. So I'm done and hope, uh, supposedly after two weeks from when I got it, uh, I will be vaccinated completely yay Yay, that's awesome uh so far no reactions i know some people like want to know about that stuff i had the pfizer one i got my first one today i'll have my next dose in three weeks um it would have been nice to be one and done but uh that's what they offered at my doctor's office so that's what i took um i'm sure i'll have a sore arm tomorrow but i'm hoping no other side effects from it so far so good this is why I have scratches. Um, <laughs> that dog is all over you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So I just got whatever the first one I could. Like, I didn't care. I was like, I want whatever you have. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I felt like I was going to die for two days. And my arm was really sore and it still is a little sore. But I've also had uh, COVID. So they say sometimes that's worse if you have had it before. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. But uh, that's when when you say you thought you were dying, did you was it just that you being tired? I know you said you were tired a lot. I was tired and my body felt achy. It like my whole right side, which is the side I got uh mm-hmm. got the shot on, like I could barely move. Like, oh wow. It, like, heavy. Obi, stop. He's trying to chew the wires. <laughs> Should have caught him over here. Um and yeah, so I just felt really lethargic. Jay had a really bad headache. Uh I was just really tired. Yeah. But nothing like crazy, but I just, you just kind of, it was kind of fluish like symptoms, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but you feel good now. Yeah. On Monday, like I got on Saturday, felt bad Saturday night and then Monday and then on or on Sunday and then Monday I was fine. Oh, perfect. Well, that's nice. Yeah. Now we just got to get Jess vaccinated and then we can all record together. Yeah. And I, trying. I know yeah, it, lo- it looks like I surrounding counties, I can go they've opened up to anybody 16 and older so it looks like i could go to rutherford but i do know by april 5th davidson county is opened up to anybody so um yay yay i'm so i'm so excited for for me to go get mine too yeah can't wait i was gonna say and if you haven't if you're interested in signing up for or learning about um how to get on standby list you should look up it's hidrb.com it's h-i-d-r-b.com you can actually sign up from wherever you're at and um be basically included on standby list for covid vaccines so you should check that out if you're in a different state uh, county whatever from us obviously we're all in tennessee and you're looking to get vaccine information that's a place to start looking I did a huge like drive through one for mine at the Titan Stadium with uh, 10,000 of my closest friends. And there were people <laughs> getting out throwing box like alcohol cardboard boxes into trash cans. And there was a um, country music stage with a live band playing and pink porta potties everywhere. 
I feel like that's <laughs> such a Nashville thing right there, like what you just described. <laughs> and I never had to get out of my car. That's nice. I want to drive through concert that's just like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, except for maybe not people drinking and driving. Sat probably would encourage that. But <laughs> I don't know. It was weird. It yeah. was not us. It was like this car in front of us. They like got out, like was trying to squish a whole uh, like big alcohol box um into the trash can anyway hmm. all right jess what about you yeah um i am drinking because it is walking weather outside um and with daylight savings time um it means that i can walk on my lunch break because it's warm enough but i can also go outside after work um and i'm so excited about it uh we took our hammocks out on a sunday and like had hammock time in the park um, and I'm just like excited that I can go outside after work and like get some outside time in, um, and I can, I can go read in the park and walk in the park like more than just once a day, like during lunch. And I'm just really freaking excited about it. Dude, the Whitney weather. I'm thinking about it cause it's not walking weather because the pollen. Oh, okay. I mean, look, I don't get me wrong. I'm taking like two allergy pills a day <laughs> and also like squirting that flow nase up. Yeah. Um, but once I do that, I'm like pretty good to go. We were, uh, Stacy, my uh, niece and I were working out like yesterday morning, like 6.30 a.m. Mm-hmm. And something kept hitting the garage door. And we're like, oh my God, is it hailing? No, it's pollen. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it has been nice weather, but I have had more headaches in the last few weeks because of the weather. Because it's like we have a storm pressure system coming through. It'll be like rain, then it's sunny and beautiful and nice, and then it's rain, and then it's sunny and beautiful and nice. Um, so yeah, yeah. Somebody but I saw my chair. I am loving the nice walking weather, though. Mm-hmm. It is super, 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 super nice. Yeah. Well, I think that about wraps it up for us, you guys. Uh, Thanks for tuning in, everybody. If you've got a story that you want to share with us that's like someone dropped something and, you know, you're cur- you were waiting for them to finish the story, uh, we want to hear all about it. Well, just send us a message on our Insta. So, yeah. Okay, who else was kidnapped? Whoop, whoop. <laughs> that's all right. Who else? All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Be sure to check out our website at thechampagneway.com to submit your champagne shoutouts and drink about it. Don't forget to join our Champagners group on Facebook and follow us online at The Champagne Way. Thanks to our podcast network and the producers at The Second Sound. Please be sure to like and subscribe to The Champagne Way on whichever streaming platform you use. This has been a Second Sound production. Thanks for listening. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.